No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This is John Barber, singer and lead guitarist for the Disco Biscuits, speaking to you about the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast on the Osiris Podcast Network. 
On our podcast, we listen to Disco Biscuits music. We listen to a lot of other kinds of music. We listen to a lot of improv music. And I discuss what it takes, the clutch decisions that make epic jams. Use the hashtag touchdowns all day on all social media networks. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so, so very much. Touchdowns All Day is not responsible for any cankles, head wounds, K-holes, cross-species insemination, loss of hearing, vision, or appetite. Do not delay seeking medical or professional attention because of something you heard on this podcast. Touchdowns All Day is not a substitute for a normal, entertaining podcast. Please use hashtag Touchdowns All Day responsibly. In the event of a medical emergency, call 911. Every what? No, saw your face. She does say that. Does she? Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's Heads Talking. We're Heads and we're talking. Yeah. Guys, what? This is the first writers, Heads Talking I've been this on. This is your writer's Welcome debut on Heads, heads Talking. talking. Yes. God, these were done when you were gone. Yeah. Yes. We come up with good ideas when you're not home. I know. Well, you guys came up with this idea before I left. Thank mm-hmm. you. You just execute them better when I'm not yeah. here. <laughs> we waited till you left. We were like, let's do it. So here we go. Um, first news article for the week comes from reuters.com uh from january the 15th 2020 and 2020? i don't see it's it growing. 2020 it's growing on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here we go here we go guys <laughs> hang in there with us spotify launches playlists for dogs left home alone oh hey. I, saw this. I saw this london Spotify has made playlists and a podcast for dogs to listen to in their owner's absence after finding that nearly 74% of UK pet owners play music for their animals. The Swedish audio streaming business company said it has launched a podcast featuring soothing music, quote, dog-directed praise, stories and messages of affirmation and reassurance (laughs) narrated by actors to alleviate stress for dogs who are home alone. Meanwhile, playlists aimed at pets offer tracks selected by algorithms to match pets' characteristics such as energetic or slow. Spotify said it found in a survey that one in four pet owners play music for their pets to listen to for company when they are away from home, with 42% of owners saying their pets have a favorite type of music. A quarter of pet owners said they even have their pets dancing to music. Okay, so that's the article. And I figured that this would be a good topic for us because we, we do that. Do that. We do that. We were ahead of the curve. Uh-huh. We were. I, so when we would and, leave, and the we ha- talked about it helping on the show. Yeah. When we would leave the house, Darwin had a thing. He would, if if the trash was able to get got, he would get it. He <laughs> would pee in the house all the time, poop, poop in, in the, the house, house, and then eat it. Yep. Gross. Yeah. Well, at least he cleaned up his mess. No, and, and he did not clean did it up. Not always. Good. always. It's disgusting. And uh, then yeah. one day, Ryder, I said, I think it's because he's getting separation anxiety. Well, and you, you were like, we got to leave the, Something the TV, on, TV on. on. And Ryder was like, why don't we leave the podcast on our with podcast. our voices for the dog? And since we've done that. He hasn't done anything. Nothing. Nothing. I, I, the only time he's, he's done, done anything, things, but he's been yeah, better. Yeah, he has. He, he the only time he's done anything with me it was because I didn't put anything on. So and why, I left the trash out. Why do you guys think that other pet owners have figured this out? Because it's a great idea. Well, I've heard of this a long time ago. Like, 
I've known about people doing that. Like Jesse used to do that for Jack when she left. Like yeah, well, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a, a normal TV thing. TV or the radio. Yeah. But it, so they said that forty-two uh, percent of pet owners say that their pet has favorite music. Well, that's because. Pets yeah. do have yeah, they that's do. True. You can yeah. respond like to Darwin it. Like Darwin likes Neil Young. Darwin yeah. likes Neil Young. Yeah. Pets Santana. Have, have Preferably taste. on LP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Well, that's just because Darwin has good taste. Yeah. He likes the warmness of vinyl. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think the vibration that's what, yeah, from, yeah. That's what it is. from the speakers. It does sound better on no, vinyl. No, I think that's cool. Warm. Yeah, this has been going on for a long time, but I mean, now this is more being... I like that they made... They're specialty. Yeah. I like that they made a good boy podcast. Oh, yeah. That was the... That was the thing I wanted to Daily touch on. Where did they, yeah, Who's yeah, a yeah. good boy? With stories and messages <laughs> of affirmation and reassurance narrated by actors to alleviate stress for dogs who are left home alone. You know, it's just like soothing, calm music. Who's and then every once boy. in a while, it's just, who's a good boy? I You're am. a good boy. Every <laughs> once in a while, like for Darwin, though, we need a little bit of a, what'd you do? Throwing what did it you do? So what'd like, you do? Like, so he like, looks around <laughs> like, oh, and shit. Go, okay, goes, oh, yeah. nothing. So do you nothing. dog owners out there have like a phrase or a... a group of words that when you say that to your dog he knows he's they busted do. i know they yeah, do well, out there Every, yeah that's a thing yeah if you love your yeah. pet you do if you, you have the, if you say to darwin what'd you do he gets this he mashes um, his head down to his chest <laughs> and he starts licking he's <laughs> get the nervous and, and he gets so nervous sorry. and and his tail's like yeah. wagging super fast in between his legs yeah, so like, like underneath oh his stomach so, i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah and i think that it's genius to put on a podcast. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. So for all of you out there that are having difficulty with your animal when you leave the house, try it. Put on No Simple Road. Who's a good boy? We'll do a special one. Yeah, here Who's we go. a good boy? Oh, come here, buddy. It's okay. I like, I, first of all, when I go back to work next week, I am absolutely going to listen to the dog playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just I, to see what it is, have to. Yeah. How do I? And I have to listen to the Maybe good dog jamming. Well, it says that there's a high energy one. That yeah. sounds interesting. But why would why would you want the dog to be exactly. high energy? That's, yeah. That was While my first thought. That was my first thought. <laughs> it's, it's like trance music. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <It's electric>. yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe people have good dogs and they just that like don't get into things and they just want their dog to have a good party while they're gone. Maybe they need a, well, like or a, maybe like, like an old exerc- dog. Yeah, that needs some like, exercise. Like Jack, like a picture. Oh. He needed. He need a little boot, L- little little energy. Little boot, yeah, yeah. A little tipper with some other. Stuff in, like, Jack does him with, like, leave him with the DMT Ooh. pen. Yeah. Come home, he's a completely Aww. different dog. Yeah. He stops barking at <laughs> literally every <laughs> Jesse <laughs> has been introducing CBD to Jack, and she's like, it's a game changer. You know, that's what I think people need to start doing is CBD. In their I mean, dogs. I don't know if every dog is the same in the sense that they can tolerate it or not, but if your dog can tolerate it and they have any kind of separation anxiety problems or, or pain, like my, or pain my or grandma's whatever. dog had really bad hip problems, like she couldn't walk. And then she started getting her like medicated CBD treats like from well, from the doctor. That and was then the she other could thing. walk just fine. Aww. That was the other thing we did for Darwin, too. We we were dosing mm-hmm. his dog biscuits with <laughs> Well, and there's now he's like reason. really reluctant times, about dog there's biscuits. There's a the first couple times you dosed him a little too. much. Mm-hmm. Wow, you guys. So the other thing that we do when we leave the house, so we put on um, the po- we put on the podcast, and we and then on. I go to the TV, and you can talk to our remote, and I go cute puppies, and it brings up 
TV shows with cute puppies. So Darwin is listening to No Simple Road, watching video of puppies playing on TV every time mm-hmm. we leave the house. High and spot. he has his yeah, spot. Got a, he has a his good spot life. on the couch. He jumps up. He gets all settled in, and then. And if you come home, good. not during your normal time when he's mm-hmm. expecting you to come home, he just like looks up and is like. Hey, what's going on? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of <laughs> yeah, this like, show. This is my me time. Watching my novellas. Do whatever you, you gotta I'm do. Watching my novellas. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> shh, shh. Watching come, my stories. You come guys. back around five o'clock. I'll be excited. Right now, I'm only chilling. thing I'm accepting is treats. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say that since we started doing that, there has been a market increase. Yes. Oh yeah, or um, decrease. decrease. Sorry, increase. Market decrease. An increase in happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does seem happier, man. And well, yeah, because he's not coming home. He's not getting yelled at. That's true. That is true. Well, think about this. If if you were stuck in the house all the time and the only fun that you had was when we were around mm-hmm. and every day we left, you'd be bummed too every time we split. Yep. And you'd be and so you super noise, stoked. Like we we've yeah. lived by a construction zone for three years. And I mean, I'm sure every noise he's like, oh. Like constant disappointment. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, we know you and me know that for a fact because when they're gone, every time in the middle of the night there's any noise, he gets up and goes oh, to the door. He's got to, when he goes, he has to go to every window, every uh-huh. door, like several times to try to figure mm-hmm. out where, and then until he finally realizes that no one's home. Yep. And then he gets sad. Yeah, yeah, so put something out for your pets. Yeah, man. You try guys, it. Yeah. No Simple Road is a seriously dog-friendly podcast. I mean, there yeah. is well, a dog a in our some, logo. There's some uh, language, so if you don't want your dogs to listen to language, then... <laughs> Do you think there's people out there that yes. don't want their dogs hearing the word fuck? Yes, I think that there is See, at least I specifically two people out there. want my dogs to hear more. the word fuck in hopes <laughs> that if they learn an English word, I do want it to be fuck. Well, they they could, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little dog sounds like it could probably do yeah. that. You teach a chihuahua how to say fuck? All right. Be great. We're moving on. Wow. Okay. Ready? Uh, number two is from delish.com. This is from January 13th, 2020 by Alex Murillo. And here we go. Step aside, pickle and turducken. Reuben Pringles are now a thing. Why? Yeah. Wait, well, wait, wait, Reuben Pringles. Okay. I don't know exactly when the bizarre flavored chip trend started, but it seems that it's not going any going anywhere anytime soon. The latest mm-hmm. to join the likes of pickle and turducken flavored chips I are the new Reuben sandwich Pringles. The Reuben chips have been spotted at Dwayne Reed, Dwayne Reed, and Walgreens by shoppers who submitted wow. photos to the food blog at Candy Hunting. The packaging shows a photo of a sandwich on it, rye bread, Russian dressing, Swiss cheese, corned beef, sauerkraut, and all. I guess we'll have to wait to try them to see if all those flavors actually show up in the taste of the chip. Okay. No. No. First question. I Mm -hmm. love Rubens. First question. Yep. You saw a picture. Mm -hmm. How do you know it's Russian dressing? Well, because isn't that what a Ruben sandwich is? Okay, but it's a picture. Did you taste it? Well, yeah, that's I think that's what he's saying. He's like, we're gonna wait to see if that actually tastes like root, like like Russian dressing. But it, I, we're I'm assuming we're assuming at the Island. moment that it is. I'm I'm almost fifty. Uh-huh. Most most places use Thousand Island. Why do you want to so. skip up ahead so much? You still have one full entire year after this. Okay, I'm forty eight years old. Up. I'm in my late forties. <laughs> I go. remember when I'm potato chips, potato someday. chips. Were potato chips. There was potato chip flavored potato chips, 
and that was it. There no, was we, so, what, there was a barbecue. There was barbecue, and then they like came out with sour cream and I onion. Can 100%. And then there was like three, and then there was I can like 100% a cheddar. I can 100 trace this back for you guys. Do Let's you do it. Want to know? It's do it. Yeah. yeah. Early or mid to late 2000s when. Uh, it, I think it was Lay's that it started. Was, it was Lay's. Lay's test. teamed up with Facebook, which is a terrible team up, to That's ask gross. to ask people what flavors they would want. Mm-hmm. And internet people are yeah. terrible, and gave them all the, these weird, just weird, weird and things. And they did some of them, and they would do with them. They're still doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. They would do, they they would do like four a year. Toilet water, and they never, la- they never last. They would they, do like four a year, and then they, people would vote, and one would stay a flavor. So. Uh, I've I've been as high as a human being can get. Yep. Oh. And I've had munchies worse than most people on the planet, I would think. Like mm-hmm. we've all been there. Yep. I am not one of those people that's like high sitting on the couch going, I need some Reuben flavored Doritos, man. No, no, and they're Pringles. always but, disappointing. But what? But if you had I if you were take high, some right? mac and uh, loaded mac and cheese flavored lays. Really? It's bacon and cheddar. But it's a, to me, it's they're, so all, they're good. always they're good when you so eat a, like good. they're good when you eat a couple, but yeah. then like after a few, because it's all artificial flavorings and it and it turns into disappointment exactly. after a couple minutes. <laughs> it Wait, stops. Me. What does disappointment uh-huh. taste like? Apple. Try some flavored chips. Yeah, you'll find eat, that. Eat half like, of like eat when they half come out, a bag. It's like, like even those pickle one, the dill pickle. It's like a couple of them are good, but it, and it's like no, that's that's the point though. That's my favorite thing about them because I will demolish an entire bag of barbecue chips, a like whole thing in one they sitting. Had, they had the biscuits and gravy chips last okay, year. Those was were good. one of the one. They they it, I like those. two of them were good and exactly. Then, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who probably love those. But yeah. are you a fan of these flavored the weird things, Mel? Um, the only ones I always like is um, salt and vinegar. Yeah, those are that's, that's, that's a natural, natural. That's a natural, natural flavor. Yeah, that's, good. that's what I'm saying. Classic. The old schools, I, I can't even so think good of with one. The sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I can't even think of one off the top of my head of those new trendy ones that I like Korean to barbecue. Think about. They have a built in no. Korean barbecue is delicious. I will destroy that a whole is, bag yeah, of okay, Korean that barbecue. Is, okay, that's Dude, good. I, I just know, like, since we all moved to Portland, there's a, a, a consensus in the house that we eat better than we did when we lived yeah. other places. Well, that's a, f- yeah. a fact. Right? A fact. And so the processed food thing is tough. So it's even more tough when it's super in your face like this. Because you did not take a Reuben sandwich turn it into dust yeah, they did. and and flavor potato chips with <laughs> it. Willy it's Wonka like style. Willy there was a whole no. machine that like yeah. shrunk it and then it poofed into it. <laughs> Just, no, you man. know what? To some, uh-uh. it is cool that you can get any fucking flavor on a crispy chip. That's yeah. rad. Yeah. But it is. It is cool. Like I don't cool. buy them all, but every time we go to the store, I look forward to seeing like, like going down the chip aisle. Uh, half the time, it's like, what the fuck? And it is nice that they time, have a built-in chip limit. You cannot eat to yeah, many of those. It won't let you. What do you mean? It what? I, I, because I, I, of you that, get like this weird film in your well, mouth. Just today, <laughs> just today, I brought. It's I got. Really we hardly buy stuff like. But those tomorrow, we're at the store, and I see the the snowflake Cheeto, wow. white cheddar snowflake Cheetos. I was like, ooh, those sound so good. I'm gonna go home, watch a little football, eat some of those. I date that one. A whole roof of my mouth, uh-huh. like teeth, Coach like this face. film. It's like holy crap, yeah. man! It's a built-in chip limit. It, it's a thing that happens with that kind of food that it instantly turns to cement mix in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, like if you just That's gluten. if you like spit it between two bricks and smashed it down, those would stick. You would stick. Yeah, uh-huh. they would stick. The, it would still be there in 2000 years, yeah. like the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you could scrape it and still have that artificial flavor. Yeah. Oh, that's Reuben flavored mortar. Oh, yum, yeah. yum, yum. <laughs> they I, were on to something. I, I do like the idea of f- other flavored ice cream, though. So we're talking about chips. Other flavored ice cream. Yeah. So like chocolate, vanilla, mint, whatever yeah. is normal. Yeah. But then you have like, you know, bunny I'll tracks. Like my, fa- my pear blue cheese. Pear and blue cake cheese. Cake mix. Mm, cake batter ice cream. Guys, if I'm going to let new. you in on a secret, if you want to make your own cake mix batter ice cream at home, you just buy cake mix and mix it with vanilla ice cream. That's all they do. Okay, I I have a public service announcement. I yeah. saw something the other day. <laughs> Mel's shaking. <laughs> I saw something the other day, and I, and I, it it made me question my life. So Uh-oh. we were making something, and I had the bag of flour out, and oh. on the flour it said, "Do not taste raw. Flour needs to be cooked before you could taste it." Need blah 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 blah. And I was like, what the fuck? Who's digging into the flower bag and chomping down? Like, and why do they need to blur, 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 right. mean, Why do they the need people like me? Why do they need they to put a fucking shit. warning on the, on the flower? So I Googled it. Why can't you eat raw flour? F- wheat is grown in fields that's fertilized with cow manure. When wheat is ground into flour, it is not sterilized. The heat does not kill the E. coli bacteria that's the on the flour. So if you are one of those people like Ryder yep. that loves that to eat the, cookie feces. dough, <laughs> you <laughs> have a huge possibility of getting E. coli. Bake your flour first. What? You bake your flour first. It's a real thing. Wait, by itself? Yes, by itself. So you, you've done this? Yes, I have. Oh, wow. Because yeah, like raw eggs aren't going to fuck you up. They will put out a huge announcement saying that they have found eggs ca- contaminated by salmonella. You're not going to get fucked up by raw eggs. You will get E. coli from from flour, though. I never knew that. Man. Yes. that See, that kind of stuff, that freaks me out. That, that well, You just bake gonna, the flour. Why are you going to be eating flour? That I mean, you use flour to I'm, bake. Because why would I'm you eating flour? raw cookie dough. And that's why they put warnings on labels. For they're not liable yes, for, for stuff me. like that. So Kinda next like time, how all forks say, "Do not jam an eye." You yeah, know, just so they're don't not pour liable a bowl of hot soup in your place. lap. Next time you go to the store, go walk down the chip aisle and just take a look at the at the flavors. It's like, a cacophony. It's crazy, man, and and uh, it trips me out. Like I said, I remember when food was food, and now we're in the future. In old man, it, we are in the future. <laughs> I remember when food was food. It's true. <laughs> Tell us more, Grandpa. Okay. <laughs> Vegetables still had vitamins and minerals in them. They hadn't been DNA to death. Everything was organic. Everything was organic. There was because no label. There was no, there was no, there was no organic label. Didn't label. need a label. Right? Sugar didn't kill you yet. There was no well, such thing yeah, as gluten. I was working on it. Yeah, there well, it was. We didn't we know. We just didn't know. Yeah. There, gluten didn't exist. Oh, well, it did. But nobody knew about it. Exactly. And... You could people. They were like, the, "Here's the food pyramid," and then you yeah, ate. But, but also, like, people would eat peanuts, and then they would die, and they'd be like, "Well, I guess he just died," and then we would <laughs> move on. So, like, it wasn't super great. <laughs> yeah, but why did that bring us to Reuben fucking flavored Pringles? Dude? I blame the internet. I will 100 percent blame the internet. I'm not saying the internet's a bad place, but that is the internet's fault. 
Okay. It's going back to, to I blame it on to, kittens. To Lay's. Mel, what do you blame it on? The pussy. Blame it on the pussy. <laughs> well, yeah. there you have it. Shout Bro, out, wow. Andy. Yeah, there you have it. That was, that was good, Mel. Wow. All right. What so what did we learn on? today, everybody? We learned that Spotify is good for your dogs and cats when you leave the house mm-hmm. because you can put on a podcast yeah, or a playlist. Yeah, they're thinking about your animals. But what we want to do is put a spin on that. And when you leave the house, put on our soothing voices for Fido or Fifi. Or Jared, whatever you named your dog. Carl. Kevin. I like people who named like, their dogs. I, I, I do like, like people, people who named, named their dogs. Yeah, it's like, what well, your dog is like, Kevin. Rick. This is, this is, this is Eric. No. <laughs> Paul. No. That's a badass dog. And, oh, his name's Paul. And we learned that there are Reuben-flavored Pringles coming to a Walgreens or Dwayne Reed near you All pretty soon. Of, that's crazy So when flavors. next time you get super baked and you're out at four in the morning and you have the munchies and you walk down the chip aisle and you see the Reuben flavored Pringles, you'd be like, that's that shit. No simple row was talking about. And then you get regular Pringles or you just get Lay's and call it a night. Pringles are good. I like Pringles. All right. Mel, you have anything to say before we finish, finish up public service announcement? I think that, um, no, I don't. Guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm really stoned. I'm super emotional. I'm kind of sleepy. I'm, getting hungry so all right well so we're gonna go to the store and get some pringles <laughs> can i all that stuff can i hijack for a minute and talk about israel yeah why not okay no it's time to eat okay shut up that's fine we don't have to <laughs> no go ahead okay um well now i'm on the spot no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> no israel was really <clears throat> that's enough oh, wait. Apple. that's enough <laughs> israel was really cool we uh we I mean, the whole trip itself. Like, I flew to Vegas and drove from Vegas. And drove from Vegas to LA with my little sister. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm I'm just going (laughs) to bowl through this so we can get dinner. Uh, um, I drove uh, to LA with my sister. We left at like 10 at night and drove through the night and just got messed up on caffeine and had a wonderful time. And then. Me and Sky and Rory spent New Year's Eve together with Allie and had a great time. And then that's his sisters and his aunt, yes. by the way. Um, and then we went to the airport at 3 a.m. and sat there until 7 when our plane boarded because that's what they wanted us to do. And then I went <laughs> on the longest flight I've ever been on. It was 10 hours, and I've never done that before, and it's super fun. Not really. Um, and then when we were there, we just went on a whole bunch of hikes around like all of Israel. What was the coolest thing that you saw while you were there? Like, what's the one thing when I just said that, that stands out in your mind? It was the whole fifth or sixth day. I can't remember. We went to, um, no Masada. Yeah. Dude, that movie's awesome. Yes. We hiked (laughs) up Masada. Um, you, they let you go up there. Yeah. It's a tourist trap. Wow, it's also yeah. a Roman trap. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Um, we actually learned like about the the like the Jews that were trapped up there, and apparently they were like a uh, not super great. They okay. were like an ISIS kind of thing. Yeah, extremists killing a whole bunch of people. But besides the point, the hike was amazing. The ruins up there are so cool. There's a whole. Uh, it's not a tapestry. What is it called when they put the little mosaic mosaic 
like floor that's still completely intact. It's like up in Masada. Up in Masada, it's oh fuck, fifteen hundred years old. Wow, still intact. That's fucking right. Um, there's still paint on the like old temple that they had built in there. So I don't. I'm not hijacking. No, I, yeah. I just want to ask you questions. So think about this. Everything that we do as human beings on the planet has an energy signature to it. Like when you paint something, draw something, speak something into a microphone, play music, whatever, create, it's energy going out into the world, right? Mm -hmm. And then those kind of things like the Western Wailing Wall or those mosaics, sculptures, that kind of stuff is infused with the energy of the people that, that created it. But also... Over 1,500 years, people have been viewing that and placing worth and ascribing meaning to that thing over and over and over again. And so there's, and it's just in my mind, yeah, an energy field that builds up over that thing. Like if that thing were a battery, it's constantly been charged with no limit. And so those things carry weight. Yeah. In the world energy wise. So I'm wondering if when you're in the presence of those things, if, if you thought about that or if not you so felt much. That. Well, Masada, we did just because we were talking about the events that happened there. Like, I don't know if anyone out there knows, but uh, like a whole essentially village of uh, Jews were trapped up there by the Romans and they killed themselves. They well, they signed 10 people to well, all the men killed their family, their wives and children. Jesus. And then they assigned 10 people to kill the rest of them. And then they all killed each other until there was one dude left and he killed himself. But they, 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 they lived up there for a year. And the way down, there was only one way down and they were drop rocks on the Roman soldiers that yep. were trying to come up and get them. They were like... A holdout group. And from the top, you can see the Roman camps, like the, the leftovers from the Roman camps surrounding the mountain. It's crazy. Like, Whoa. you can just, like, be back there. So you could like, feel what it felt like for them to be up there yeah, tripping out. It was wow. intense. Gnarly, dude. So that was That's the most true. intense thing you saw? That or the Wailing Wall. And back to, like, your... Energy. Like... Uh, over time, people ascribing energy, not so much as the energy that was there, because I don't know if you know this, the Wailing Wall is a retention wall. It's not actually the wall of a temple or anything. Um, some ancient Jewish king, I can't remember who it was, um, wanted to build a bigger temple on the holy mountain, mm -hmm. but it wasn't big enough, so he built a retention wall to like make the mountain bigger okay. and that's what the wailing wall is oh, so wow. like it wasn't like it was important in that it was holding up <clears throat> the mountain the to mountain hold up to the temple, hold up the temple. it's actually like you could look at it like that is the foundation i mean it was holding the shit together absolutely yeah but i think like because when you walk up to the uh, to the wailing wall <clears throat> it's true like you just get this overwhelming like emotional pressure that's I, so I, rad. Immediate, like I put my, I, I wrote one and I had a, a note from Aaron, put them both in there and just immediately started weeping. And like, it wasn't me. It was. Think about that, dude. The people been doing the that Hasidics, so long, the Orthodox Jews mm -hmm. are there davening every day. Yeah. And 
pouring energy into that thing, like flooding it. So you walk up to that, it's got to be like, whoa, 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 and then whoa. we we went. Did back. you feel any energy going up to that wall? Oh, you yeah. said that emotional, but like, was it like palpable? Like you know, um, like oh like, shit, like tangible, like visceral. Um, no, not. I mean, a little bit, but I wouldn't. It wasn't like equate that. it to like a. Whoa, it was reverent. It wasn't mm. like a. It wasn't oh, like shit. a. Yeah. It was just like standing wow. at the feet of yeah. of something awesome. Yeah. Wow. It, wow. And then and then we went back that same night for Shabbat to have Shabbat there, which was amazing. Um, all in and of itself. But you, you were when you were telling you guys got a little your group got a little scolding. We did get a little bit of scolding. So there's this whole area of, of people having like a, a good fun time Shabbat. Um dancing and singing and having a good time. But then, like, right at the entrance, for some reason, there's all the Hasidic Jews, and they're all sitting in their chairs and got their, their books and they're reading. But we couldn't get to the people having a good time. So, like, our group just started, like, grabbed each other and went in a circle and just started singing Shabbat songs and dancing around, having a good time. And one of the Hasidic guys came up to us and, like, pointed at his book and looked at us and shook his head. He was like, no, no. Pointed at his book again. He was like, not here. Okay, whatever. But dude, dude, you're not in the grooving. We have a groovy here. You, got, you can do that. There's over. a groovy here. over there. But it was really weird. the The energy was different. Like the the feeling of the space, it felt like a party. That's that's the thing that any religion, or not just religion, a a concert, mm-hmm. a, a flea market, anywhere where people are together. There, there's vibe vibration you could feel yeah. the feeling and it's different everywhere you go flea back to the flea market like the flea the markets in jerusalem are full um, of fleas well not i mean uh, I, they, they could have been i didn't know <laughs> um but during the day they're normal markets people walking through but at night all the markets closed down and the bars that are in there put their tables out uh-huh. throughout the whole market and the whole place is just a party so we went to this one market to party we hadn't been there during the day and it's just a cool, fun time. Everyone's dancing through like the market ways and drinking and having just a blast. And we went there the next day, and it was it felt like a different city. That's that's rad, and it's really cool to to know what it's really like there because there's so much happening there all the time, and even in the face of that adversity, life goes on. Well. That's what that place is. It's adversity. It's born of adversity. It thrives in adversity. It's, I mean, everyone has their political views. Whatever. Where this is whatever that is. Yeah, no. It's an amazingly strong country. Like community. Community. Yeah. It's amazing. It's awesome. And I wonder if they have Reuben flavored Pringles. They, they have funky snacks, dude fantastic snacks they have these little um they're like cheeto puffs but instead of cheetos they're uh peanut butter (laughs) no they're peanut butter i've had them and on the middle there's uh uh nutella so it's nutella peanut butter crunchy things oh they're so fucking it's the best snack i've ever had i want 10 bags (laughs) they stopped selling them in large bags because people ate them until they died not literally died but like until they threw up and got sick, so they okay. stopped selling them in big bags. So, wow, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, go to Israel, guys. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there, guess what? What? We're up to oh, wait, up to guess. no good. 
We're going Very to Skull and Roses. You should be coming with us April 2nd through the 5th April. in Ventura, California on the beach. Come hang out. See O'Teal and Billy and the Kids and Voodoo Dead and Jerry's Middle Finger and Cubensis and Circles Around the Sun. And I could go on for the next five and minutes. It's such Steve. a cool setting. And Big Steve, Ass Bites from Hell, make their debut Ass again. Ass from Hell, hell yeah. You guys, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Go to Skull and Roses, at Skull and Roses on Instagram or go to www.nosimpleroad.com hit the link for tickets and buy tickets for Skull and Roses Festival. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Or also, subscribe to the show. Yeah. You know what? If you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. I'm Aaron. I'm Ryder. I'm Mel. I'm Apple. And we're No Simple Road doing Heads Talking. Darwin's underneath the table. Yep. Yeah. That Darwin's not a person, by the way. He's a dog. No. And we keep talking about Skull and oh, Roses. Yeah. Just real quick, if you are up in our area or coming to visit this area, we have Mike Gordon on the 31st. Oh, yeah. Then we got we got Goose opening for Pigeons. And we have Dark Star Orchestra. We have Dark Star Orchestra. We have Andy Frasco opening yeah, yeah. for Humphreys. I'm so excited. There's a lot going on. A lot of music starts. If you see the No Simple on. Road family at a show... It is your duty, your solemn duty as a member of the, I said duty twice, mm-hmm. duty, member duty. of the family to come over, give us a hug, say hi. We love to be approached. Yeah. We love to be hugged. We love to talk, obviously. And not just the shows. If you see us come. at like a coffee shop or something, just give us a nod. Yeah, I saw somebody so at the gym. Rider, they said, feel free to slap us, but yeah. don't do that to Aaron or Melanie. No, just, no, yeah. yeah don't. <laughs> Only Ryder and Apple. Mm-hmm. So, so, I got a nice slappable head just coming. Yeah, he does. Follow us on slapping. Patreon. Or no, don't follow us on Patreon. What the hell is <laughs> Hook us up on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up on Patreon for a dollar a month, you guys. Cute dollars. Never $2 because it's $2. 2020. 2020. Patreon. $2. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That's <laughs> we how like you dollars. support the show. And everything else that we do, you know what it is. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week with more stuff. Be nice to each other. Take care of each other. Yeah. Smile at a stranger. Pet your dog. Put a podcast on for Hydrate. Mm-hmm. Safety third. Call so, your dad. Yeah, definitely do that. Yes. We'll don't see. forget your moms. And don't forget yeah, your mom guys. Dad, we moms. need some love to your parents. Yeah. Call your parents. Call your parents. Yeah, your loved ones. Do it now. And if call you can't, your call your friend. Call or your grandparents. Phone a friend. Too. And put on some cool music call for, help. for your dog. <laughs> and get that playlist going for your dog. We're not going to stop. We're just going to keep talking. If you don't, don't have anyone to call, call, call her. Just keep talking. Yeah, call her. Wait. You know what? One call her hotline. My mom called me and then... A hotline. What, what about cat playlists? Yeah, that's right. If, if, if you don't have anyone to call, call our hotline. What if my hamster wants to listen to music? Then you Do put it. on a hamster playlist. Have you ever got as high as a turtle what is can a, get? What is no. a hamster playlist? <laughs> a hamster playlist is like like um, a lot of Miley Cyrus. Or is it Or is it like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. We love you guys. We love you guys. Bye, guys. Peace.
shattered as I focus through the spot in the corner that is still intact. The react is both a defense mechanism as well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. to tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.